Hey everybody, hope you had a great week. And now, part two of Geek Salad episode 117, Mayor of Goldie Wilson's Goldie Oldies. We're going to join the podcast already in progress. Feed. Yeah, let's move on to some um, Facebook feed and whatnot. Um, got some stuff from Twitter. So let me pull this stuff up real quick. Um, our good buddy A. Cod actually had some uh, stuff here on some of the movies we're going to be discussing. So we'll start with, A part of me imagines Eric Stoltz secretly hoped Mask would make him a bigger star than Michael J. Fox. You guys remember Mask? Has anyone actually ever... I've watched. watched. That's those movies I've seen from start to beginning. That that movie made Jim Carrey a star. You're thinking the wrong man. Did you ever actually see? You ever actually see the uh, the real kid? Yeah, real Rocky Dance. Pretty close. uh, Pretty accurate. The makeup was excellent. Don't get me wrong. The makeup was excellent, but it was a lot of like, oh poor me. And of course, you know, we had good old Sam Elliott because we need a you know a Harley driving, beer drinking guy with a with a heart of gold. With a heart of gold, you call Sam Elliott. All right, here you go, Rocky. Don't cut yourself. Here you go. So, in other words, we're going to have a beer with you. In the no script, right. all the lines were, del- were, were, like, the parentheses where the line needs to be, like, must be delivered through mustache. Yep. <laughs> you know, I just want to have a conversation between Sam Elliott and Sly Stallone. <laughs> well, I don't know what you want more to talk about. You got a beer? Oh, I can see your mouth moving. Uh, mustache, I mean, I'm transfixed by that mustache, so. <laughs> well, I can play Morocco with this thing. That's all I just want to take it and synthesize it. Maybe get into some kind of anabolic steroid. <laughs> all right. Need steroids. <laughs> Steve then brings up, I wonder if creationists now teach baby Secret of the Lost Legend as a historical documentary. <laughs> 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 I never saw that movie. Steve put it I, this way. I saw they, it in theaters. They, oh, my God. They yeah. built, this is a Disney movie, okay? This is how far off the shitter Disney was at this point. They built an animatronic baby dinosaur and wrote a script around it. The funny thing is, the animatronic dinosaur, I remember seeing, seeing the few clips, it looked worse than a dinosaur TV show. Mm-hmm. And that dinosaur wore pants. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wait, wait, the, dino- the, the dinosaur TV, like the... the oh, dinosaur, 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 baby, yeah. Yeah, that was many years later, though. I know. I know. That's what I know. We, but that's the point. We rented this movie on... VHS back in the day, yeah, and we wore this VHS out. We just watched it over and over. It was a great movie. I, I believe. Would you think your mom was going through a like super religious phase though? Probably. Yeah. Creationist. Yeah. That, there we go. She wouldn't, she wouldn't allow us to watch. She wouldn't allow me to record um, Masters of the Universe on t- uh, TV because it was called Masters of the Universe. Mm. And there's only one Master of the Universe. Good uh, Lord. Yeah. So, yeah. I believe I saw it in theaters and that was it. All right. I saw this movie on, I think it might have been on HBO, might have been on video, and I was completely benign to the entire movie until that big fucking dinosaur ate that old man. (laughs) (laughs) That terrified the shit out of me. All I remember is going, you know, because I was a big dinosaur nerd in elementary school, and the mama attacked, the mama apatosaur attacked somebody, something, and I was like, Nuh-uh, I'm vegetarian, no. <laughs> no way an herbivore is doing that. I, didn't, no. I, had, I had no idea that, you know, hippopotami kill more humans than... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now I've learned better about, you know, the dangers of the herbivore, but... <laughs> but hey, 
Damn, William, he gets, William Cat needed something to do before Greatest American Hero. This is after Greatest American Hero. He needed something to do after Greatest American Hero. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those gutters aren't going to play themselves, William. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, that, hey, that afro wasn't going to play itself. And uh, he needed something to do before House, too. Ooh. House was a, another nomination. All right, so anyway, <laughs> then Steve brings up, with Desperately Seeking Susan, Madonna began her brutal and ceaseless onslaught on the art of filmmaking. <laughs> That was supposed. That was supposed to be a Rosanna Arquette vehicle, and Madonna yeah, well, took it over. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, it's still one of her better movies. <clears throat> yeah. Shanghai Surprise. Was was like, you a... just took the words out of my mouth. Shanghai, another Shanghai Surprise. Who's that girl? Assholes. That was that Griffin Dunn. Uh, what was that baseball movie? Oh, League of Their Own. Yeah. But honestly, how much of, of, of the awesomeness of that movie has contributed to Madonna? No. Well, she, well some of the other well That was an ensemble cast. They all yeah, had It was an ensemble, friends. yeah. And, 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 he, and, and her, her and Rosie were a, a oh, good pair. They were good thanks to that movie, I have six degrees of separation with Madonna. There you go. Oh boy! Eddie Mecca was in that movie. That's right. Okay. That's Big right. Ragu. I worked with the Big Ragu. Yep. <clears throat> All right. So next up, if your first Michelle Pfeiffer induced boner wasn't from Lady Hawk, you can't call yourself a geek. <laughs> I have never seen Lady Hawk. I've, I've, seen, bits, the I've seen bits and pieces. I've That's about it. Never seen it. I've seen it. Matthew Broderick had a bowl haircut. So I'm. I'm it's, it's it's a. Matthew Broderick kills it in that movie. That movie's a lot of fun. It's very entertaining. The soundtrack is horrific. No isn't love that, for Rucker Howard. Isn't that another one where it, you got a woman that's playing a woman playing the playing the boy, playing boy? No, 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 no. Dragon Slayer. Yeah, yeah, it's Dragon Slayer. No, no, she uh, no, she's a hawk. Uh, yeah, she's a lot of brothers in a wolf or something like no, no, that. Her, her true love. Oh, basically, uh, her, one at night he becomes a wolf. During the day, she becomes a hawk, so they never can be. Yeah. What yeah. happened? What happened they was they see each other for like a split second, but they but, change into the way they. Yeah, animals. but because a bishop uh, against his uh, Catholic religion fell in love with her, but she truly loved this knight, and he couldn't have her, so the bishop cursed them. Cursed them both. Yeah. Oh, okay. Matthew Brock's kind of the middle man to kind of keep them together. It all comes back he, to he's, he's, he's the catalyst, yeah. and actually, he's hilarious. Yeah. That was. That was, that this was, is pre Ferris Bueller, too, so. That was after first. No, no, that's right. That's next year when we talk. But yeah, that was. He might, he have, was, been, he might have been filming it right, just right after. Yeah, that, that, yeah. but he's really spot on. You can see Ferris in his in this role, but you yeah. can see why. He probably filmed both around the same time. You, 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 you can see why he's good. June fifth, nineteen eighty-five is the date of the, the of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, so it's around the same time. And then finally, uh, Steve wraps up with, Nair has ever there been a film as optimistically titled as Remo Williams' The Adventure Begins. Yeah. I liked that movie, and I, I was I was so disappointed it didn't become a franchise. It is a cheesy, cheesy movie, but it, it was, was so much fun. fun. It was so much fun. Really fun to watch. a lot watch. of fun there. Yeah. Again, it, this was one of those sleepover video signals yes, specials. Yes, it was. Yep. So if you were having a bunch of your friends over for a sleepover... Fred Ward. Fred Ward. Thank you. You know, if you're having a sleepover with a bunch of your friends, you went to the rental store, got it, and that was, you popped See, it in. See, if it was a, a bunch of guys, it was Ringo Williams. If it was a bunch of girls, it was Preppers Club. Club. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the lady in the group, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah. I had to get confirmation on that one. Well, th- I had a very odd Girl Scout troop, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was your Girl Scout troop also Ringo Williams? <clears throat> no, my <laughs> chauffeur, uh... Um, 
about last night. Oh, the oh. overall oh. Christmas oh. piece. Christmas oh, piece. Hey. Awesome. <laughs> My bodyguard, man. That was on a few days ago. All right. So, shall we move on to some social media feedback? Absolutely. Yeah, sure. All right. Catherine, why don't you get us started? All right. Speaking of Girl Scouts, my best friend, my best friend Lynn, says uh, about the various movies. She says, "Sigh, I just relived the biggest mistake of my movie-going career. I had the opportunity to see Back to the Future in the theater. Did I? Oh no! I went to see The Black Cauldron. This is one of the best movies ever made. And, rep- and replace it with well, another one of the best movies ever made." I love the Ooh, Black Oh, I love man. The Black when they picked up his friggin' sword, I'm like, that's it. He's in that the movie scared the shit out of me as a kid, though. I We watched that a couple of years ago, because it was like, to a lot of people, it's the great unknown Disney movie, because it just, I mean, and by just recently, I mean like 15 years ago, got a video release. Right. And I remember watching the, the behind-the-scenes when it aired on television, so I know that when all of the skeletons rise up, what they did was they took cooked macaroni, oh, that was definitely their put it in plastic hour. lenses, squished it Yeah. Around. That was when they were trying to get that dark times. Was, yeah. They were trying to, like, they were trying, uh, you know... The studio was going broke. Yeah. And if you actually... Um, oh, God, I can't remember the name of the documentary. Uh, I think it was, like, Waking Sleeping Beauty or something like yeah. that. Yeah. The documentary actually discusses that this was just... This was a point of desperation for them. It had these rights locked down and had to do something with them. So they half-assed a movie. They literally half-assed this movie. It, it, you can still find it, though. I was at, uh, I was at D23, and I was at, in, the, in the, like the area where you can buy stuff, mm-hmm. and there was a Zemat Cat of the Horn King. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Nice. See? Yikes! Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, really well done, too. Nah, like I said, that was that one scene where the kid freaking gave up that awesome sword. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, but he wanted to get Gurgi back into life. Oh, oh God. Man, that sword would have helped everything. One of his best weapons in the whole movie. By the way, the guy who voiced Gurgi was the most... Po- it was like the biggest name uh, at that time of this cast. John Biner. You know the funny thing is? If you listen to him closely, he sounded a lot like... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought actually I thought it was at one point I'm going wow that's pretty oh Lloyd cool. Alexander like lit, like heisted oh. with like a group of ten of his of his, his smoothest slickest friends yeah. heisted from Tolkien for the, this book along series. with every other fantasy oh. writer since that exactly yeah. but it's just so egregious yep. so egregious I like that movie. No, it's not. I'm not taking anything away from the movie. I'm not going to go into the book. Oh, yeah. okay. oh fine. Yeah, fuck yeah, the that, books. That, 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 you know, in, in finest Disney tradition, they took several of the books, mushed them together to yeah. go and, you know. Yeah, like the first two or first three. Yeah, kind of like the uh, the Bashki uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Lynn goes on to say, In Goonies, it doesn't seem to matter how many times I see that, it still resonates as the best kids' adventure movie slash pirate story. I mean, One-Eyed Willie? Brilliant. Breakfast Club is exceptional, and yes, I still quote Better Off Dead. Look at this! How am I supposed to live through this? All you got to do is go that way, really fast. If something gets in your way, turn! Ah, Better Off Dead. Uh, that was a great that movie. That was a good movie. I didn't see the John color... John Cusack hated that movie, hated doing that movie. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I didn't see the color purple when it was a new movie, but it was incredibly well done. It's one of the few times I felt the movie did justice to the book. A beautiful story turned into a beautiful movie. No. Oh. Aww. 
better off dead though. I mean, that was just, yeah, that better was, off is highly quotable. That, that was one. Of, that was one of your Savage Steve Holland classics. That, that was a video one, classic. That was that movie had every '80s movie trope rolled into one. Absolutely. But you know yeah, the thing is though, yeah, it was completely aware of it though. Right. Yeah, That's right. the thing. It was completely aware which, of it. Which you, which you consider the mid '80s. I yeah, mean, it was. Yeah, it, any movie that is willing to bring back Chuck Mitchell into a movie is just that's okay with me. I thought say anything had every 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 eighties trope. Uh, no, it had every eighties rom com trope. Yeah, right. oh, okay, but this just had every like you had the douchebag, you know, jock, yep. uh, the hot girl, the, the hot girl, girl the, 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 the awkward the, French girl, the nerd. Wait, wait, that's Karate Kid. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. But for some odd reason, halfway through the 80s, David Steve Holland came up with an idea that was so self-aware of how ridiculous this whole thing was. <laughs> Think about the ridiculous of the algebra class he was in, or whatever geometry, whatever the class. They're all like, they're all, you know, what's his name? The actor that played... Um, Vincent Chiavelli. Yeah, he's, yeah. The, he's the teacher. And of course, they're all sitting there like, he's like, you know, the greatest star in the world. They're laughing yeah. at his algebra thing. And I'm like... And at one point, as a kid, you're going, what the fuck? You know, what the hell? But the point, but it's just like, it It really is, I mean, seriously, and I mean, it, first of all, here's some other 80s tropes. Taylor Negron. Yep. Curtis Booger Armstrong. They're both in it. <laughs> My God, do you know what the street value of this mountain is? <laughs> oh, boy. I, I actually love it. Now, I re- Suncoast story. Um, this movie was out of print on VHS forever. Really? Yeah, it was out of print. Like you could get copies of it, but they cost like eighty bucks. Wow. So finally, Fox decided to re-release it. They re-release as one of their um, bargain classics, the nine ninety nine video cassette, mm-hmm. recorded in SP mode, so it was actually decent quality. Right. For ten bucks, we think I think we got five cases of this movie, and they're usually about ten, fifteen, twenty cassettes to a case. Right. And we sold out of them. Really? The demand for Better Off Dead was enormous. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny about the 80s movies? That was one point where, like, E.G. Daly was doing a lot of music for a lot of movies. Yeah. Like that. Um, she was in Valley Girl. She was um, in Valley Girl. Sorry, she was in Valley Girl. She also, did music. she also did music to Summer School. She had, like, a song to Summer yep. School. It was like, she had, like, that weird, you know, Valley Girl. Yeah, exactly. Like every yeah. 80s, you know, you had the clueless parents. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Mike, did you get anything? No, I didn't get anything. Ah. I was so busy at school stuff, and I didn't get back. Oh, that's I did, fine. I did get some. We still have a list of did stuff you, here. So yeah. I was I like, Catherine, did you get anything else? Or that, that, that was, that oh, was okay. other, yeah. other than how come there were so many awesome movies in 85? It was a big year for Hollywood. Actually, there's an interesting story behind that, which, Mike, I think you're reading right now if you're reading that book, Blockbuster, I loaned you. Yeah. E.T. finally hit the, the Hollywood bloodstream in 85. Gotcha. No, I mean, I... I got uh, something from Billy, Billy Mac. Just oh, no. No. to your pig? Wow. Yeah, I know, huh? Well, Batman was an outsourced. Everything in private is irrelevant. No, he, he, well, he quoted, uh, he quoted uh, European Vacation. Just basically, look, kids, big band in Parliament. I can't get wow. left. That's all I got from Billy. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Well, if you went back to the 70s, I got a second Ducky Fried movie, and that movie is gold. Yeah. Mike, do you anything? I got nothing. Ah, okay. I tried, but I got I got a couple. All right, so first off, we got Matt Jones, who brought up Clue. Sorry, didn't mean to frighten anyone. You're a bit late for that! Then there were three more murders. So who's in it? Let's consider each murder one by one. Professor Plum, you knew that Mr. Body was still alive. Even psychiatrists can tell the difference between patients who are alive or dead. 
You fired the gun at him in the dark and missed. So you pretended he was dead. That's how you were able to kill him later, unobserved. That's right. He was the missing person in the kitchen after we found the cook dead. But he was with us in the billiard room when we found Yvette screaming. If that's when the cook was killed, how did he do it? I didn't. But you don't expect us to believe that, do you? I expect you to believe it. You killed the cook. She used to be your cook, and she informed on you to Mr. Body. You made one fatal mistake. Sitting here at dinner, Mrs. Peacock told us that she was eating one of her favorite recipes. And monkeys' brains, though popular in Cantonese cuisine, are not often to be found in Washington, D.C. I love Classic. that movie! I know you're not a big fan, but great overkill for me. No. But great cast. I haven't watched it so you, know, you told us the reason why, and that's understandable. But great cast of people. Great cast. Yeah, I don't mean, really too scary. Too scary. Oh and the funny is, I, you know, it hit the movie so, it hit the game so close, to, you know, perfect. Not all, the, all the items, yeah. the characters kind of fit well, and the endings were great. They hit that, da, 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 da. this is how it could have happened. Yeah. How about this? You know, and it was... The interesting thing about that movie was it was released with three separate endings. Mm. And you could actually look on the, you know, theater listing. So if you're looking at the Showcase Cinema in Framingham, Massachusetts. I remember that. You could watch ending A at this time, ending yep. B at this time, and ending C at another time. And because the movie was so der just derided by critics, they're like, just go see C. Because C was all C, three endings. C is clearly the best. C, no, C is all three endings. Right. World into one, yeah. 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 And that's what you see now on TV. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the default. Um, I bought the DVD, and you can actually ask it to randomly give you an ending. Oh. I'm not shouting. All right, I'm shouting. 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 Wah! Leslie was in this. Yeah, she was. I saw her in D23, actually. Really? Yeah. Madeline Kahn. Christopher Lloyd. Mike Martin Mull. Martin Mull. Colleen Camp. Actually, um, wasn't the guy played Hannibal in the 18? No. Yeah, wasn't he? No. No. Who was, who's, who's like the uh, the cop at the end? Leslie Nielsen? No. 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 no, no, no. Was, no. Oh, oh, no, no, no. We're talking about what's his name? Dr. Johnny Fever? Uh, yeah. Howard 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 yes. All right, Matt also brings up Spies Like Us, Remo Williams, Better Off Dead, and Sesame Street, Follow That Bird. That was a good movie. I watched that movie a hundred... I saw it in theaters great, and I watched it about a hundred times on HBO. I've seen it once. Okay, on we Netflix. watched it once on Netflix back when Scarlett was going through her uh, Sesame Street phase. It's cute. It's no Muppet movie. By any stretch of the imagination, it's no Muppet no. movie. Because it's, it's a Sesame, Sesame Street. Street. I know it's a that. completely different universe. And okay, the credit sequence, however, is hilarious. Yeah. And and part of part of part of that point is is the the in jokes where uh, it's like uh, Count Von Count is going and he goes Jane Gans Cooney, hi mom, because without <laughs> her there would have been no Sesame Street. Hmm. And without Sesame Street there would have probably been no Muppet Show. Absolutely. True. Because well, like I said, there was all it was really it was kind of a spin off of it. Yeah. That's sort of one of the best parts. Of, I don't want to talk about Sesame Street. The news flashes. Yeah. And at one point they have Rapunzel. Yeah. What? My hair? Okay, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Paul was a great. That's a great family movie. Oh, where, where they're going and looking for them, and, and Maria and, and uh, Oscar end up in the Grouch restaurant, and she goes, "I'll have a tossed salad." Okay. And there's just <laughs> and the funny thing is, you know, the there is enough adult humor in there because even like I say, Sesame Street had a few jokes in there. If you really watch. So yeah. they put up that old DVD of, like, the old Sesame Street. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it was, like, all big controversy over it and all that bullshit. Like, kids playing, oh, look, they're in a 
you know, garbage, you know, and garbage, playing garbage, you can get hurt with that. You know, people can complain about it. Yeah. But like I said, that was a good list. It was a good movie for what it was. Yeah. All right. So Andy Tatnall brings up Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Good. We can finally start the big meeting. Donnie, Chuck, let's begin, shall we? Shall we? This box contains over 217 bits and pieces of information. Evidence. Exhibit A, a photograph of the victims, my bike, and me. <coughs> Exhibit B, another photograph. What's missing from this picture? It's just me, without my bike. <gasps> Is this something you could share with the rest of us, Amazing Larry? I can't believe it. We have it. First of all, it didn't end up in the IMDb top ten. First of all, surprisingly enough, I love, 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 love this movie. I mean, apart from the fact it's a Tim Burton film, it's Danny Tim Burton's Elfman debut. Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. Yeah, Elfman's first. Because you had that. I'll say one thing about Danny Elfman always had syncopated music. Yeah. Every, all his thing was always that one and two and three and four. You know. Yeah. It was always that syncopated beat. I love. You know. What? No, nothing. I thought there was a car. No, someone's beeping. Never mind. It's not an alarm. It's just a person yeah. honking. Yeah. Yep. And this movie is just so ahead of itself. Oh, it There's so many great lines in this movie. I mean, Paul Rubens is just so comically gifted in this movie. Okay, here's the thing. How many people, when you saw the large Marge face, tried to do the slow motion to see the face slowly change? How many people did that? I never felt the need to because I just I took it for the moment that it was. Uh, and yeah. It was brilliant. Because there was one time in high school, my friend said, did everybody ever do that? We were talking, one time we were talking about that in like high school. A friend of mine was waiting in band. He goes, yeah, I used to like like the slow motion to see how the face would change. Yeah. Just to see that you know, stop motion change. It was just kind of cool to watch. Okay. What's interesting about this movie, too, is that it's a, a complete studio movie that's filmed like an independent movie. And an independent yes. movie of this time. So, um, I mean, and just the jokes and the double takes and the stuff like the Large Marge sent me. And everyone's just like, Large Marge. But Large Marge is... <laughs> it was the worst accident I ever did see, son. <laughs> that one guy was... All, that, remember that one guy always showed up in, like, Tim Burton's movie? He was in Beetlejuice. Too. Yeah. He was, remember, he was like, that's the room of the lost souls. He always yeah. had that. He was always that one guy that gave that history about something. It, essentially, it, Tim Burton is David Lynch if David Lynch had made children's movies. At that, if, at, if, in if that David time Lynch, period. If David Lynch had a sense of humor. Yeah. yeah. Tim Burton, I'm a kooky actor. Well, the, the, thing with, the thing also with this movie is, I mean, there's so many great little bits. The bit, I mean, even the tequila bit, which got overdone. But, like, when he borrows the shoes from the guy, and yeah. like, the guy shrinks down, like, seven inches. Yeah. And then my favorite line is so random, but when I I, I shouted out to somebody when we were doing the wedding singer like five years ago, the is there something you like to share with the rest of us, Amazing Larry? <laughs> <laughs> and anybody familiar with the movie just dropped dead of laughter. Amazing Larry. Amazing Larry. You don't know what Amazing Larry's story was. No. You just know that he was amazing and his name was Larry. Because I think it was his, all his friends were like in that little strip mall. Yeah. You know. Like, you know, the one guy that, you know, the one guy that was like, you know, his, like, you know, the... The bike store, the magic guy. And E.G. Daly. Shrinky head. Yeah, exactly. And E.G. Daly. She wasn't like, she was kind of like the, the, the kind of the frumpy hot chick. Yeah. In that one. You, you know, E.G. Daly was pretty damn hot. 
You know how uh, I was traumatized as a child by Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. Yeah. I was also traumatized by that large Marge scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I watched that, I was like, I can't watch this anymore. Well, when we talked about it, I told you guys my Star Trek Wrath of Khan nightmare. I'm glad I didn't see this movie then. <laughs> oh, you didn't? You haven't watched Pee-wee's? I watched Pee-wee's Playhouse. Oh, Religiously. God. I'll tell you, whenever he makes the breakfast. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. He goes to Mr. Tea cereal. <laughs> He makes it. He takes it all the time to make that breakfast. You get, you know, all of a sudden it becomes a magic, like happy face. He eats two little bites of the Mr. T cereal and, and that's it. Yep. What a fucking waste of food! And then uses the the um the well wet and willy thing to water his grass. Yep. I had that thing when I was a kid. Oh man. I paid for it. Didn't like my cereal. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Andy also brings up Reanimator, a movie oh, I have sadly never seen. Movie. Classic. <laughs> Sick. Messed up. Absolutely. The I was, stuff of nightmares. Oh, it's it's hilarious though. <laughs> it's, it's one of those it's one of those campy horror flicks that's just it, it like if you saw like, it as a child, you'd be horrified. horrified but, yeah, but I saw it I saw it in the Boston Sci-Fi Movie Marathon, and it is messed up. I saw it in weird college. I saw it in hilarious. college. It, it is based on Lovecraft, isn't it? Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it is. And what's his name? Yeah, Jeffrey Combs. I'll tell you. He, he always plays a creepy good, a creepy guy. You, 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 the man is creepy. I actually have a comic book of Reanimator meets Army of Darkness. Oh, God. Oh, I've seen that. <laughs> All right, Andy also then brings up European Vacation, which he feels that better sequel than it gets credit for. And it was a big year for fantasy. Both Legend and Ladyhawk came out. Also an underrated sci-fi film, Enemy Mine. That's one of those movies that you kind of... I don't know if I like it or hate it. This one's where I watch it. I, mean, I, I, throw it I like parts of it. And it's one of those movies, I, I still will watch it if it's on, but I'm like... I'm, I'm, I'm ambivalent about it. Yeah, I that, yeah exactly. That's, that's the only way I can save it, you know. Um, you know, it's just like the relationship that, you know, Dennis Quaid and Luke Gossett Jr. had, you know, had... Uh, <laughs> yeah, Luke Gossett Jr. not in Iron Eagle. Nope. So... But Louis Gossett Jr. Louis Gossett Jr. Yeah. Um, yeah, and actually, Andy also brings up a couple of movies like Return of the Living Dead and I think it was Day of the Dead. Yeah, all yeah, came, came out, out that too. year. Yeah. Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. That had Google in it, man. Yeah, it did. It did. Then there was Return of the Dead Part 2, which was basically had like two of the same actors but had nothing to do with the other Return of the Dead. And... Yep. Actually, this was also the uh, this was also the year of the uh, the one Friday the 13th movie that didn't have Jason oh. in it. Oh, in the beginning. That's... Yeah. Yeah, when all like the really kind of like psycho kids live in that home and all of a sudden they're like, you know, one guy basically is like some EMT, his kid gets killed, he becomes Jason, yeah. It's all it's, it's all spoiling the whole movie, well, yeah. Gives a shit to the point. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it was also Nightmare on Elm Street Two, Freddy's Revenge, which was also a terrible movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, when, when he possessed the kid, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that Kevin Bacon though? No, 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 it was uh, that weird actor. Kevin Bacon was actually an, a, a working actor at that point. So. Kevin Bacon was killed by uh, by Jason. Pamela. No. Oh, I know. He's, yeah, yeah, he was in the first one, right? Yeah, Mrs. Voorhees. Uh, no, no you're, you're talking Friday the Thirteenth. I'm talking Freddy. Right. Yeah, I know. He, Kevin Bacon is not in the second movie. Uh, oh, okay. Second, uh, nightmare movie. Okay. Didn't uh, wasn't uh, what's his uh, uh, from Matrix? Keanu Reeves. No, no, no. The guy with the sunglasses. Fishburne. Wasn't he killed by Freddy? I don't know. I guess no, when he was killed by Freddy. Oh, he was right. in Apocalypse ah. Now, so well, that's his, like... All right. Yeah, we're running short on time, so let's move on to some of these other movies we haven't discussed yet. All right, so other classics of 1985 include... Go down the list here, in case I lost them. Return to Oz. I love that movie. Majesty. She 
return to Oz. Good, good. Keep an eye on him. Oh, what's the matter? What is it? She has a chicken with her. A chicken? What a fucking freak show this movie is. Well, so like, that was, that's the best yeah. movie that started yeah. Carissa Balk's career, though. Yeah, yeah well, if you read the books, that's what you get. Mm -hmm. You don't yeah. get that. No, because the books, we were pretty, the books are somewhat dark. Yeah, yeah exactly. This movie actually really hit the close to home. But the funny thing is, I think people were so in love with the original Judy Garland day that they didn't want to see the realism of what it really became. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what it was because, like I said, the other one, it was a great movie, but it was it was so... It was too close. To it was so watered yeah. down. Too it was close watered to down. Yeah. The, right. Yeah, this was close to the source. I mean, like, at one point, they're going to, like, drug up Dorothy. I mean, you know... Yeah. I, give her a shot treat. shot treat. Right, exactly. Although I did love the, the part where the robot... His his thinking had wound down, but his talk was still wound up, and he kept talking without thinking. <laughs> How can you do that? And and Dorothy's like, people in my world do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was Disney still had the deep pockets, also, but they didn't really have the creative I guidance. I love Return of Oz. Yeah, and I didn't even oh really God, the one time it was all the different heads. 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 Yeah, oh, oh I know. But I remember, like, it was one of those movies I couldn't really watch all because it was like on the movie channel at one point. So I had to go to a friend's house and probably saw it at his house because uh -huh. he had the movie channel. Yeah, so. Um, alright, so next up, uh, Red Sonja. Wasn't this supposed to be, like, another Coney movie, but, but there's it's, something it's about this... the rights, the rights got screwed up, so yeah. that's why he was... Sure was here, but he's, he was supposed but he's to be, not. He was supposed to be Conan, it was some controversy yeah, it was where, something. it was technically supposed to be the third Conan movie, but I think the second one didn't do so well, the, they pulled the name off the movie and they made it Red Sonja, that's why Arnold Schwarzenegger was still in it, but he wasn't Conan. Right. He was originally supposed to be Conan. And he, he, was, he, he played a, a slightly team. different character. It was like Calidor or something like that. He was <laughs> but, but like also, prince. You know, yeah, but, but this was after... Calidor, Prince of Bargains. <laughs> but, he was <laughs> <totally different. laughs> but it was after he'd learned English, and so he could play a slightly different character. Right. I, I personally preferred the second Conan movie, because he was really funny. Um, but yeah, Red Sonja... Is a terrible movie. Well, you know, because you got a female... You know, heroin and Gigantic female aspect. evil, yeah. you know. And she couldn't speak English. The problem is that uh, Brigitte Nielsen couldn't speak English yeah. at all. Like, worse than Schwarzenegger in Conan. She was hot, though, at the time. Yeah. 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 I, I can see her now. Yeah, okay. I think that happens a lot. When you look at Saggy in the dictionary. <laughs> oh, oh, it, it, it says, see, Brigitte uh, yeah. Nielsen. Oh no. my god, yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah it says Val Kilmer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, he's bloated. Well, it says, no, Brigitte, see, also Val Kilmer. <laughs> and it also says, see, also Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. yeah. God. All right, Brewster's Millions. This was an HBO classic, only because Absolutely. it was like... It was a PG-rated Richard Pryor movie. Yeah. So I, naturally, I have to grab to it, no matter how shitty it was. I saw it... Not only did I see it in theaters, but uh, my Mr. Dugan... Our uh, accounting teacher liked to show it at Christmas time when people tune out yeah. a little bit. So he's like, I'm going to show a re movie related to my project, related to our topic, which is accounting. And so for Brewster's Millions. <laughs> what they have to account for every dollar he spends. Right. Sometimes you kind of said it. John Candy was in it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fun little movie. It was a fun movie, yeah. It's no the toy, but you know, it was. <laughs> right. Don't say that. <laughs> All right, so next up, Michael J. Fox's other movie of 1985, Teen Wolf. What happened to the wolf? Do you just change back and forth whenever you feel like it? 
Uh, sure. Well, uh, sometimes I, I have to get kind of worked up to be the wolf, but that's uh, not too hard. What do you think about to get worked up? Ah, uh, different things. Wolves aren't supposed to be shy. Oh, Pamela, what are you doing? Oh, you are an animal. And this came out immediately after Back to the Future hit big. Yeah, he wasn't and sleeping much. This is not a good movie. No. At all. It no. is. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. It is formulaic beyond belief. I mean, the cartoon it, it, was awesome. Andy, come <laughs> on. That movie gave us one of the best parts ever. With Styles wears a shirt, what are you looking at, Dick Nose? All right. Come on. That right there. Eugene Merman has this great bit about the movie Teen Wolf, where it's like... You know, and, he's, and Michael J. Fox is talking to his buddy Styles, who is called so because he's so stylish. <laughs> and he's like, I gotta tell you something. He's like, dude, you're not gonna tell me you're a fag. Oh, no, 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 I'm not gay. I'm a werewolf. And Styles is totally cool with this. Like, oh, he freaks out. I am a werewolf. I, you know, turn into a beast and eat babies in the middle of the night. <laughs> but I'm not gay. Just so you're aware, all right? Lots cool. of snarkiness really did kind of make some of the funny parts of that movie. The best part was when he I said, the "Give me a keg of beer." Line is, is is pretty funny. Give me, give me a, a keg of beer. beer. Yeah, and then and when the bully admitted he shot his mother. What was he you know? holding after? He goes in these. What the hell was in his hand? I don't even know what that was. Probably Slim Jim. Candies or something. Because it was white or whatever. Well, what, Coke too? I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, it was the eighties. It's probably blow. <laughs> no, I'd have to watch it again. But I have a feeling a it was scene. some. Hey, come on. Then there was Team Wolf 2 with Jason Bateman. Let's see. You know, which, which well, that, was, that, was, that was like directed D. That was like directed video. Before, yeah, but, instead of playing basketball, he played football. No, he what? boxed. Oh, that's right. We're now, we're now in season, what, two or three of the MTV, MTV series? Three. Yeah. I thought they were up to season five by now. I haven't watched yeah, I it, so I'm not counting. Yeah, I, I, don't I know how it's I hardware, know. so forget it. <laughs> I, I know it's doing well. Yeah. Are they playing basketball, I wonder? No. I think there's a lot of angst. I'm sure there is. And I appreciate the way you pronounce that, by the way. Angst. I really do. Angst. It's not angst. It's angst. <laughs> All right. So next up, and now this one's a weird one because I know technically it was released in 1985, but it actually got like its big American release in '86. Brazil. Look, your mother and my mother—they seem to have got the idea that. Look, I'm very flattered, and uh, well, I just don't want you to be under any false oh, impressions. It's, it's all right. I don't like you either. I have no that idea. Is Brazil is a very brilliant. It is brilliant, but it is so confusing. As he right. says it's brilliant, it must. No, no. Other than Andy, it is a brilliant movie. I mean, it's that Terry Gilliam kind of. This is this is the Terry Gilliam movie. All right. Every Terry Gilliam movie. You're like. Everything leading up to it, everything that followed after it, everything compares to Brazil. Time Bandits, uh, Jabberwocky, um, Brothers Grimm. Munchausen. Yeah, Munchausen's like closest to Brazil. Right. Wasn't there like a whole like trilogy at one point? This wasn't part of that. Was no, it? no, no. Because it was like Time Bandits, uh, Munchausen, and like something else. Yeah, time it was, it was, it was like Jabberwocky. Jabberwocky. Okay, yeah. that, that was the trilogy. All right. And these, those are kind of the Python esque. 
right. movies. And even Brazil has Michael Palin in it. Is it better than Yellowbeard? Huh? Oh, it's a thousand times better than Yellowbeard. Nothing, Nothing is better than Yellowbeard. Yellow All right, sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Mike, we're on the right side of right. that team today. Brazil, <laughs> no, again, you again. Want to again? I raped you. <laughs> so, um. It's a fucked up movie. It is. <laughs> Brazil is one of these weird movies that it's just like Blade Runner. There was a thousand cuts of the movie available. Right. There's a yeah. studio cut, a director's cut, the super director's cut, the cut where uh, Harrison Ford is a, is a replicant. You know, they're all they're all in there. Is that the one without the gannet? Yeah. <laughs> all the gannet. It was a standard British bird. Is there a part with Thank the unicorn? Is there one with the unicorns running through the? the yeah. Zero? Yeah. That's all I need to know. You you seriously need to watch this movie and. And not be on LSD at the time. Yeah, it, yeah. it is. Yeah. It is such a well-filled movie. Again, does it this... match up to Dark Side of the Moon? Yeah. No, it doesn't. Well, fuck it, man. All right. <laughs> we, oddly enough, we I actually want to. I'll, I'll say I do want to check it out. Though. <laughs> yeah, no, I no, seriously, it's 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 fantastic. I, I, it's a movie, but it will. It's a mind. Oh. The entire yeah, the ending of this movie. It's it all leads up to a fantastic ending. So definitely, Mike, watch it. All right. Um, next up, A View to a Kill, the last of the right. Roger Moore Bond movies. He, oh, he mailed it in was, on this one, didn't he? Or as they said on um, the James Bonding podcast, if you see a scene of Roger Moore, of James Bond doing anything, it isn't Roger Moore. <laughs> he should. He was planning on retiring for Octopussy. After Octopussy, he was going to be done. You know, she of the eight vaginas. And, um, <laughs> sorry, I stole that from James Bonding, too. That podcast is fucking brilliant. But wasn't his real name Seymour Krellborn from Cannibal Run 2? Oh, God. No, no, that was Rick Moranis from, uh... Yeah, no, that, well, you're right, from Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, yeah. But he was like Seymour something, you know. Seymour Butts. <laughs> Speaking of porn parodies that we never went over, like Rambone or Backdoor to the Future. If I remember correctly, it wasn't V to Kill, like the theme song, the Drain Drain song. Like, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, that was also HBO bait. I saw that a yep. bunch of times on HBO. Not the movie, but honestly, I always liked the AHA Living Daylight song. Yeah, me a too. A little bit more. I, 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 I love V to Kill, but I always liked AHA's Living Daylight song. This is to date, and I'm including Skyfall in this, the only um, James Bond song to reach number one. He loves to put that up because it's Duran Duran. It, right? it, seriously, it's a great Duran Duran you know, song. I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. It will never be Tom Jones' Thunderball. No, it won't. Because it's fucking Tom Jones. Yeah, okay. It's not Thunderball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next one on this list. Oh, I this can't is... read this terribly childish writing here. Uh, Mike, what is this one? Oh, this is the Peanut Butter Solution. Please explain. You were shocked that I had never heard of this movie. Go I ahead, am shocked, dude, because you've heard of everything. I understand this that. It's one of those weird movies that used to be on like HBO or Cinemax, like... For some reason, October. And I always saw around like the time of The Worst Witch. This is another old classic one. Andy just winced on that one. Yeah. But it was basically, you, you ready for the ready for the premise? This is one of those Canadian movies. That was like based on like a story. And it's got to suck, right? Oh, am I right, guys? Huh? Basically, it's basically this kid who basically walks to his house and sees this fright, falls out, loses all his hair, okay? So now these two hobo ghosts, again, this is the premise of the movie, show up and give him this formula to grow his hair back. But the secret ingredient is peanut butter to keep it all locked in. But you can't use too much. They don't tell why. But he uses too much peanut butter, so now his hair won't stop growing. But here's the best part of the whole movie. His buddy, who notices that the hair works, he goes, give me some of the peanut butter solution. Why? I want to use it. What do you need it for? And he points to his crotch. He puts the peanut butter solution on his crotch, and the hair starts growing out of his pants. I am not kidding. <clears throat> There's one point he sits there. Yeah. Yeah. There's one point he sits there. He's in big. He goes, oh, it's so itchy. And you see the hair growing out. 
I'm going to say, it. you've just made high spirits sound like high film. And here's the <laughs> kicker. Um, there was a theme song to the movie called Listen to the Magic Man. You want to know who sang it? Canadian superstar Jocelyn Dion. You got it. <laughs> the same woman that gave us the Titanic theme song sang the theme song to this. This was her very early career. Back when she had the big hair and the big nose. But this is one of those made-for-HBO video movies that came out of Canada that you never saw in the movies, but you just happen to catch on each... Those weird things you always caught on HBO, those, like, you know, HBO family... It was, like, probably made by the Canadian Film Institute or something. But I remember, like, HBO had, like, that annual family series that you used to have on HBO, whatever it was called, and that movie was on all the time. That was Twitch and a few other movies. The pre-primetime movie. The school days one where, like, you know, Miss Nelson's missing cartoon, you know, you don't see that. But I remember seeing that movie all the time. It was a guilty pleasure. Yeah, we must that. not have had HBO at that point. Right? I guess not. All right, um, Mike, you also brought up this one too, Ghoulies. Yeah, I brought that one up. He did. Yeah. Oh, well, I wasn't wrong. I said Mike, Mike. didn't I? Um, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, talk about this one, please, because I have an observation. But go ahead. It was just like you know, the <coughs> Gremlins had just come out and it hit big, and the studios were just like. All right, we've got to make something that's a ripoff of Gremlins. Everybody, you to your pockets right now. We have ten dollars. What else do we have? We have a ham sandwich. Okay, finance it. <laughs> Not after midnight. Stop drilling. You hit oil. <laughs> <laughs> you had me at Ghoulies. I remember Goonies came out at the same time too. Yeah. Confusion of that. Remember there was confusion of that. Yeah. It was, it was basically Gremlins, but didn't they live in the toilet? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. One of them did. Just want to see, like, he had, like, little overalls and pants, like, like, a, it almost looked like, they had, like, the Chucky outfit on. Yeah, that was, that was, that was the VHS cover, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, sure, that thing made, that, that thing made the baby from, um, V look like friggin' Gollum. It <laughs> <laughs> looked like, like the that. baby from V. <laughs> that movie, to me, stands out as being the first movie I remember failing so horribly, it immediately went to video. Yeah. Like, theater one is, like, theater, May, June. Poster's already up at THE video. Hey, it didn't fail. It had a sequel. Goonies, too. Yeah, Mike. It, I, 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 I just told you what the budget was. It was $10 and a ham sandwich. Yeah, so it, it, it made so low. $11, a ham sandwich, and a half of a turkey sandwich. And a bag of chips. And a bag of chips. They could make two sequels. Actually, I, I don't think the, the sequel had anything to do with the first movie. Oh, what? Like Troll? Yeah. <laughs> Which also came out in 85, by the way. Yeah. Oh, did you ever see Troll 2? No, but I've seen the documentary. You see, the documentary is kind of funny because the the, the guy, the guy that was like, documentary is the only thing worth watching on Troll Two. Oh, I've but seen Troll Two. I think they made a Ghoulies Three too. I'm sure they, they did, did. Right, but not in '85. There's one movie I, I, I forgot to add to the list, and that was Explorers. Oh my God, that was all right. Trying to remember the circumstances for why I watched that movie. Oh yeah, my aunt uh, had me watch her kids. And she went to the video store, grabbed us Burger King and this movie. And the only thing I was really stuck on by how shitty the alien looked and um What is yeah Goonies three, Goonies go to college. <laughs> that right should have been a leprechaun in the hood, let me tell you. Alright, Joe, go ahead. Talk about Explorers. You know <laughs> Joe Dante, so I mean we should show it some reverence, right? right Joe, it's a Joe Logan speaker. No, no, it's I actually enjoyed it. You know, I thought it was I thought it was a cute movie. Wasn't the um the unfortunate uh, the girl that unfortunately died, which was in Camp Rome Love, wasn't she in that movie too? Who? The um there was there was like a love interest to uh, Ethan Hawke's character. 
at the time. Yeah, she yeah. was in it. Yeah, she was. Wasn't yeah. that girl? Wasn't that girl from Camp Romeo Love? Who just died like yeah, recently yeah, of a like massive like, morphine overdose? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I saw so. that. Because we're back in the 1900s. I don't remember if it was her, Erica Laniac, but I think she was she was an ET. If I remember correctly. Yeah, Erica Laniac was an ET. I was trying to, yeah, I couldn't remember which one was what. But this is the, yeah, this is the movie. As I was telling Catherine earlier, ET had just hit the Hollywood bloodstream at this point. That's yeah. why movies like this came, came out. out. Yeah. And in the following years, Play the Navigator came out. Which was right. an awesome movie. Absolutely. Not taking anything Until the thing started talking like Pee Wee Herman, then it kind of well, went down. It, it was oh, a more Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, but it wasn't the alien thing. Sorry. No. Oh, another little cute alien. The little cute alien. Yeah. He was cute. Joe just brought up summer rental. What's wrong with this summer rental? Wrong wrong with it? It? <laughs> I got a feeling like this is this, yeah, this is gonna be a love it or hate it. There's a story behind this one. That was the golden age of John Candy. Joe, your wife's on my whammo. You remember our uh, 1984 discussion of the Karate Kid, right? Where I said yeah. that my sister watched that movie. On a loop for 24 hours? Yeah. Insert, summer replace Karate Kid with Summer Rental. <laughs> <laughs> I can never watch that movie again because of that 24-hour period. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's, a was in it. that's a shame. And Richard Crenna was in Rambo. I just saw that like three months ago. Who's fucking Richard Crenna? He was an asshole. Yeah, I know. He used his pants to win the freaking regatta. I just spoiled it again. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else we're forgetting before we get yeah. up? Yeah. Well, well, we got one. We got one. Big one? Yeah. One more one. We'll go get uh, we'll, we'll go yours, yeah. The Jodon Baker classic, Final Justice. Oh, oh Jesus. Was that was Geronimo. <laughs> oh, that was, uh, wasn't a beautiful Pasta one? No. No. That, no, was, this that was, was a season 10. This was another NFT, yeah. Oh, we're playing the Native American. Oh, God. Half Native American. Half Native American. I think it's all the Half Charles, that one. And it goes to Malta. How about Cat's Eye? Oh, Cat's Eye. Oh, Cat's Eye. First PG-13 Stephen King movie. So yeah. I was desperate to see it. And I, I saw it like maybe five or six years later on VHS um, <laughs> when I had already read all the stories and was completely underwhelmed by the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. It was so, yeah, it was just. just, just Do you remember a Night Shift? The stories in yeah. Night Shift are a thousand times better than all the stories in Cat's Eye. Mm. Yeah. Robert Hayes was in it. <laughs> I understand that, but he wasn't playing. Uh, Striker. James Woods. Mike. A movie starring Jeff Goldblum, Ed Begley Jr., and Gina Davis. Transylvania 6 5000! <laughs> Nerd! <laughs> and the only reason I can remember that is because that's another Oingo Boingo song. Transylvania 6 5000. They were almost like the. They were basically the. That was like the. They were like another soundtrack band that you never really knew about. That was the year of because they also had the soundtrack to Bachelor Party too. Yeah, but um, I remember that's funny. You know who was in that? Joseph Bologna. Yep. Or I told Joey Bologna. Yep. Yeah. I know nothing about the movie though. I think I watched it once. I think I saw. I think it's like the first I, five minutes. Out of the vending machine. At the time, there was actually a, 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 a funny cast of that movie. It Cal Kane, who was you know. Oh, he's hilarious. The two of the him and his uh, him and his the you know, the, you know was it um it was a Radu whatever Radu who was the like you know the hunched over you know yeah. servant and yeah, yeah. they were funny together and they were actually a funny little part of the movie. Then we had My Science Project. Yep, My Science. Yep. That I was one of those kind of like. Well, did, now did that come out after um, Weird Science or before? Because kind of like um, the same after. after. Yeah. Just, just after though, like months later. I think it was no, kind of like. No, I think it was, it was almost like. I think it was probably trying to like capitalize on the Weird Science because it was but, very but, similar. But, but weird, uh, 
weird science is about creating a woman, whereas my science project opens a time portal they can't control. I remember what was it? You know, I, Fish, I remember Fisher Stevens was in it, and then like yeah. a year later he was in Short Circuit. And the funny thing about Short Circuit was I remember like one point Fisher Stevens was still playing the Indian character like in real life. Oh one God! His whole point they said we're going to actually interview Ben from Short Circuit. And he's like, oh yes, I'm in the movie Short Circuit now. You know, like I'm like I'm not like, defending anybody. Not at all. Remember I'm like, dude, you were in the fucking Brothers of Another Planet movie. Yeah. The card thing. All right, we got time for two more, Mike. Go ahead. Hit well, it. I got one here. Yeah. Young Sherlock Holmes. Oh, that's Ooh. right. Yeah. We were talking about that at uh, Wildlands, right? Yeah. yeah. That movie is actually pretty darn freaky. It's uh, one of the first use of practical CGI effects. Directed by Barry Levinson. Yep. Yeah. Practical CGI. Meaning that it was well, the first time that they'd actually used uh, CG as a main as a yeah. main yeah as a main catalyst for uh, special effects, as opposed to it just being like. Inserted here or there, oh God. like it's, that really shitty the CG the that they use in Tron. Yeah, the, the, the night. Everyone yeah. remembers the night. It, it wasn't a bad movie. It was just very dark. It's been so long since I've seen it. I honestly can just say I'm probably I, undone seeing it. I, I remember. I, I do remember enjoying it when it first came out. I mean, it was. I, I, it was a good movie. I mean, yeah, it wasn't a bad. Especially, movie. especially somebody, you know, somebody who's a Sherlock Holmes fan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I love. I thought it was. I love. I like the premise. Yeah. Mike, what do you got? Anything else? What do I got? Oh, yeah, one more. Oh, yeah, one more. Run Wait a minute, I had, two one. I had here. one. Wait a minute, shit. I, did, I just lost it. Fuck. Um, no, there was one I just saw in here. I'm like, holy shit. My favorite line from my favorite, my science project was, when you're cool, like, why are you wearing sunglasses at night? When you're cool, the sun shines on you 24 hours a day. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, heaven help us. Remember heaven help us? No. 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 That was the one with Andrew McCarthy, Kevin Dillon. They basically were at a, like a, like a Catholic school. Oh. Oh, Sutherland yeah. was the uh, was the brother Thaddeus. You know, I honestly would have thought that would have come out years before because Andrew McCarthy at this point was oh just kind of one of the guys. Yeah, all right. Another now eighties flick that when the chick when what's her name decides to be a guy and yep. make the make the nerdy guy popular. Yeah. Oh god. You know I, we have to we have to do another one of these because we, we, so we have to revisit nineteen eighty five. I'm going to say that much because we didn't go back pretty long. Fletch. Oh my God! We Fletch. All right, we Fletch. 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 meant to look up. Yeah. All right, Fletch. Fletch, and that's it. We gotta, we gotta wrap up. So yep. go ahead, Joe. Fletch, please. Oh my God, Fletch has to be Chevy Chase's best movie that he that he's created. Ooh, I really have, have to, to agree with you on that. I have to say, it's his best Fletch movie. Classic. It is so quotable. It's got so many co- good quotable he's lines. Six foot five, seven foot two with afro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we don't need to. I've. Uh... We don't want to do that. So, you know, my kidneys feel a lot better in this position. Maybe it's just that I'm not doing any calisthenics. You know, if I did some sit-ups in the morning or bent over like this, I'd probably feel 100% better. Moon River. Whew. Thank you, Doc. You ever serve time? Breathe easy. Breathe easy. You know, I was surprised that Alan was able to get that uh, policy. I know there's a history of cancer in the family. There is? Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, you using the whole fist, Doc? And it's a solid movie. It is. That's the thing, too. With most Chevy Chase movies, it's a vehicle for Chevy Chase to make the faces and inexplicably end up with a woman hotter than he has any right to be with. And then, but of course, this, the, story, the story has such a good... I mean, you, we think of it for the comedy and the lines and everything else, but the plot itself and the story is yeah. actually very good and very solid. And this little scene right here, Moon 
River. Should we do a time doc? <laughs> you guys ever read any of these books? The no, actually, it's on, no, no. I didn't even know they were. They're books. not. They're not. Yeah, it's. It's. If you re- see Fletch and then go read the books, you're gonna be lost. You really are. So don't. No, don't. Yeah. <laughs> um. And this is. This has been one of these franchises that has been up in the air, and fresh for a reboot forever. Yeah. Actually, I, I I've heard rumors of it of reboot being. Kevin around, Smith but... was on it for a long time. I, I've heard of recent, like like the last few months, I've heard of Fletch remake, but still nothing, nothing concrete. Who who would you be? Who would your fantasy cast be? Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah wouldn't be bad yeah. as a Fletch, I think. But no one then will probably change it and try to go cultural. So. I, I take Donald Glover as Fletch. So. Yeah. I can there we go. I can see Donald Glover as Fletch. Yeah. There we go. And it's also the only other memorable. It's also Chris Pratt. Yeah. The only um, other rem- memorable uh, Harold Faltermeyer score. Don't forget the bit by bit, one way or yep. another. That's Fletch's thing? Yeah. I put it on our, what was our Spotify uh, uh, list. Yeah, our Spotify list. Oh, by the way, if you guys want some fun, you're going to follow Mike and I on Spotify. We, we are we are having a blast on that. I am oh, addicted yeah. to fucking making playlists right now. I think we you know it's my, you know... Be, uh, Dermody made up the grocery store deep cuts. I think we should make a volume two. I'm I'm just I, I'm gonna leave that to you guys. So okay, I'm gonna ask you about making a volume because you know what I want to go back because there's, there's some more bands that I think need to have some grocery store songs. Yeah, because there was only one per you know. Right, place. and we we did the other hits. We did the '80s movies, the '90s movies, the scores, the, the nerd scores. songs from the '90s. We call it. And I named it "Color Me Hammer Pants." I could do a Whalen Park playlist, um, oh, and it would just be R.E.M. Yeah, yeah, it would just be, it's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel yeah, fine. You're looking to just put Tom Sawyer. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyway, guys. Uh, guys, this is, God, this is a great conversation. <laughs> I think we may have to revisit the 80s just to kind of, like, look at some of the movies we didn't hit, like some of those weird cult Like, Police ones. Academy 2. Hail Rider. I, oh, God. Police, 2. Police Academy 2 is my first date. And also, I want to say without one minute. Yeah. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Wow. God, it was a sad year. God, I thought my first Andy, name was Nothing stupid. Says Love, like Bobcat. No, actually, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's Please Got Me 3. Enjoy our game. Go wait till next year for that story. Still, Nothing okay. Says Love, like no, Bobcat Goldplay. Yeah. Anyway, I thought my, my first name was sad. My first name movie was Which sad. was what? No You're going to have many, huh? many, no many hand right. jobs. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, so guys, her alibi. Her alibi. Yeah, let's end this up. All right, guys, let's Let's wrap this up. So our next, our next show. It wasn't the company. It was the. It was the movie. Gotcha. I gotcha. It was our. Oh! Oh! The lovely shade of red. Oh my God! You're red right now. Holy shit! Nothing! As most first dates go. Anyway, so moving on. Next episode. Wow. Uh, we're, re- we're going back to uh, revisiting station here. About six years ago, Mike, Mike, and I. This was 16. Yep. Yeah, uh, Mike, Mike, and I had covered the Star Wars prequels. We have a bigger group of people now. So we're going back we're to gonna it. Revisit. We're going to revisit the Star Wars prequels now that we have fresh voices to talk with. We also may have a special guest, but I'm not going to commit anything until our schedules line up. Mm-hmm. So it would be really nice if we get her in. So if you guys have anything you want to discuss about the prequels, and I really want more stray observations. I don't want it sucked. 
Or Jar Jar, we hate Jar Jar. They killed Jar Jar. We know Jar Jar sucks, so we'll Are we going to include Clone Wars? Enough said. Um, depending on time. Okay. We are going to talk, primarily we're going to talk about the prequels. We're also going to talk because they'll be out by this point, the first line of Force Awa- uh, Awakens toys. Yay! All right, so if you want to um, <laughs> if you want to give us some feedback on this, you can uh, follow us on Facebook at Geek Salad Podcast, follow us on Twitter at Geek Salad Radio, or email us at our new Gmail account, which is Geek Salad Radio at Gmail. Dot com. So Why don't you do Geeks Out Podcast at Gmail? I just said, I like Geek, Geeks Out Radio, it just sounds cooler. Fewer, fewer letters to type. Yeah. yeah. It does sound cooler, though. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Catherine. I'm Joe. And I'm the other Mike. Go forth and be nerdful. We'll talk to you later.